At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome into the program. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchett, your host out here in Las Vegas. Your other host is on the East Coast, out there in Boston, Josh Applebaum. Good afternoon, Josh. Good afternoon, Pritch. How you doing, my man? And uh, I got to keep asking the question. No one gives me an answer. Who let the dogs out? Pritch, <laughs> everybody. I'll be asking everybody. Yeah, this is just awesome. Great weekend in the NFL here. Hitting on a lot of dogs that we talked about throughout the show. But uh, dogs 9-3 and three straight up. Or sorry, 9-3 and three ATS yesterday. Mm-hmm. They had seven wins straight up. Dogs on the year now 77-57 and 57 against the spread, 58% overall. But really, Pritch, the big thing from yesterday that uh, was a takeaway for me, and we got, we'll get to our takeaways here later in the show, uh, but these road dogs, we keep talking about it, and it keeps, you know, week after week t- uh, turning a property or for anyone who's uh, able to get down in the spot, these road dogs. We talk about home field advantage, oftentimes being overvalued. It used to be, Pritch, uh, you know, our, our dad, our grandfather, he'd get three points for home field. Mm-hmm. Not so much anymore, maybe two, maybe one. Uh, ironically, the Jacksonville Jaguars, who have almost no home field advantage, went out right against uh, the Bills <laughs> yesterday. What a, what a crazy, uh, you know, upset that was. Mm-hmm. But whole point being, Pritch, yesterday, uh, Road Dogs, 7-1 ATS on the year. They're now 50-30 and 30 against the spread, 63%. So great day for Dogs. And then, Pritch, uh, we got Monday Night Football tonight. We got NBA. We got NHL. And tomorrow, get ready. Dust off those Ken Palm ratings, Pritch, because we got college hoops starting tomorrow. So it's a great day to be betting on sports. How was your weekend, Pritch? How you well, doing? Well, I mean, the weekend was good. The weekend's always good, Josh. I mean, I mean, in Vegas, it was about 78 degrees. It's perfect weather. Uh, but from a betting standpoint, took one on the chin. Uh, I knew was I was up against it, too, when a kick returner beat me on my teaser card. Uh, Cordero <laughs> Patterson uh, going deep. After the Saints were go- was going to cover my teaser, I, got, I had the Saints down to a half a point. Um, on my teaser situation right there, uh, Josh. And, uh, and certainly uh, after that big pass to Cadero Patterson, uh, that ruined my day. I knew I was going to have that kind of day. And as you mentioned, the dogs, uh, who let them out? Everybody's got a doggy door. Uh, let's get to these games, though, because of the results. I mean, day of the dog. Look at this. The Bills. I was curious about this number, too, because during the week, I think it was around 14. Uh, got up to 16 and a half, as you see here on the board. And then they lose outright to Jacksonville. I mean, good grief, Buffalo. What's happening right there, Josh? 
Yeah, this is one that I don't think anyone saw coming here. And again, there was a little intrigue from Jacksonville just from the perspective of, okay, they're the most lopsided play of the day. You almost nine out of 10 bets taking Buffalo here. But I don't think Buffalo is just a public play. You did see that movement, as you mentioned, Pritch, uh, going from a lot of these openers were around, you know, lane 14, all, get all the way to 16, 16 and a half there on game day. So that late movement going toward Buffalo, you said, okay, probably not public, maybe some respect to money as well. But just goes to show you, any given Sunday here, Pritch, what, what's a, the great movie there where, you know, anything can happen. Mm-hmm. I think it just tells you that um, with the crazy season that we're at, and it's almost gets me thinking about teasers, Pritch. Like, I think oftentimes, you know, we're programmed with these long teasers going through key numbers. You know, we want to go through the three, go through the seven. But with dogs doing so well, I think a lot of people, you know, are still looking at teasing favorites down. You're favored, you're expected to win, you got to win. I'll get a better number by teasing it down a little bit. But think of it the other way. With dogs doing so well, how about approaching teasers in terms of identifying dogs, maybe with some sharp line movement or an inflated line opportunity? Yesterday was also a great teachable moment for, you know, putting on that hazmat suit with big inflated lines, looking at, you know, the Cardinals getting all the way, Pritch. And what a crazy day. You have both, you know, the the Jacksonville Jaguars winning and then the Cardinals without their starting quarterback and wide receiver, you know, winning outright, outright against mm-hmm. San Fran. But those inflated dogs with, San, with uh, you know, the Cardinals getting all the way from laying three to getting five and a half. We talked about, you know, an opportunity there to get the Tennessee Titans at an inflated seven and a half or a uh, hazmat Jordan Love at seven and a half. All these lines coming through for you. But long story short, Pritch, I'm thinking about instead of the, the old adage of, you know, the favorites got to win and cover, so tease them down, get a better number. How about approaching it, looking at dogs and teasing them up and getting more points? To me, that's going to be a way to take advantage of these dogs. But in general, road dogs, conference dogs, primetime dogs, uh, Pritch, we got dogs everywhere. It's great. <laughs> I, I couldn't wait to do the show with you today because I, I knew from a data-driven standpoint, from a betting standpoint, uh, you were going to deliver the goods. And, and so, so, for instance, Buffalo. The, earlier in the year, I bet with the Houston Texans, they were catching 17 points. I was with the dog there. Uh, but they didn't even cover that. I mean, they didn't even get inside that number. Buffalo clearly covered that game. But all week you saw Buffalo right around the 14 against Jacksonville. I'm like, wait a minute. I don't, I'm not going to lay it. But, but still, was that too short? I mean, in terms of that game. I mean, shouldn't, shouldn't Buffalo have been closer to 17? And as you look at the closing price, minus 16 and a half, that was the case, even though it was inflated. Yeah, great point by you, Pritch. And again, think of it this way. You know, if you had gotten Buffalo minus 14, they closed 16 and a half, mm-hmm. you beat the closing line. You made a pretty good bet. And again, I always, it always comes back, you know, in terms of, uh, I think the old adage is it was a great bet if it won, it was a bad bet if it lost. Right. But no, the outcome doesn't determine whether or not it was a good or bad bet. I know you'll probably get into a, you know, a debate here at the bar with somebody over this, but to me, it's a good bet if you beat the closing line, the research you put in prior to the game, the outcome doesn't determine it. So I'll give you another perfect example here, Pritch. You know, I money lined the, the 49ers when they were out of pick them. Mm-hmm. What happens? They go all the way to minus five and a half. I beat the closing line by almost five and a half points. I lose the bet there. So is that a bad bet because I took San Fran and they lost straight up? Or was it a good bet because I beat the closing line again by almost six points? I think this is something you got to keep an eye out for. We're going to have volatility. We're going to have upsets. It's all part of life. It's all part of betting, but if you can consistently get better numbers than what they close at, you might, uh, you know, lose here or there. You, you bet any game in one night, pressure right. a one-off scenario, you could win or lose. But programming our brains to try to beat closing lines, then if we don't beat the closing line, and again, if you don't have uh, a good, you know, angle on a game, I think it's best to just lay off entirely. But if you don't have an angle and, and you do want to get down, then buying low on these really inflated spots because when you were getting Jags at plus 16 and a half. You probably thought they got no shot, but you're getting two and a half off the opener, just like that, you know, Green Bay and 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 Titans and uh, and Angles there. So again, inflated lines with dogs. That's something to look out as well. We saw the Cowboys go down to the Broncos, uh, d- uh, convincing victory right there. I was on with Altitude Sports out there in Denver. Everybody's kind of excited about the Broncos again. Uh, the Rams. Uh, losing to the Titans. Uh, I mean, the Saints, uh, we just went over that. And the 49ers, you just mentioned that too. So let's get to uh, my playbook here because some things we've been talking about for several weeks now. Uh, The AFC is wide open. Uh, I think Tennessee and Buffalo kind of confirmed that. Uh, We'll see what happens with Tennessee moving forward. But Buffalo, their lack of physicality will cost them. I knew that was going to be the case. I didn't think it was going to be Jacksonville. Uh, But you watch Josh Allen out there. Uh, the quarterback, not the defender, uh, and the, he was struggling. And so Buffalo's got to do something to address this. They cannot have him be the leading rusher. They cannot have him make every single play for that offense moving forward. 
Totally agree. And it's almost kind of that Patrick Mahomes type angle, Pritch, where we're asking ourselves, you know, why does Mahomes look like the old Mahomes? Well, when your defense is giving up a ton of points and uh, you have some injuries, your offensive line is kind of uh, Swiss cheese here, then it puts a lot of pressure on you to feel like you got to do everything on, on, you know, put it on yourself. Maybe that's a little bit of what Josh Allen is going through here, Pritch. Um, but you're looking at kind of this AFC East, and I think you, you nailed it with the mm -hmm. Bills not being uh, physical enough, but my New England Patriots, Pritch, right. uh, five and four now, only what, a half game back of Buffalo. So making this thing interesting a little bit. Uh, but again, looking at these numbers, it's always based on, or not always, but a big factor to me is public perception versus what the odds makers are telling you. Again, that line did go to, to uh, Buffalo there, but uh, to me, it's hard to be in one of the most lopsided games of the week. I mean, that was a straight contrarian play. I wouldn't mm -hmm. call it a sharp play on the Jags, but it was a value play because you were getting that inflated spot and you were buying low on a team uh, that was getting zero support overall. But Pritch, I think uh, the lack of physicality with Buffalo, it's opening the door for my Pats, who, by the way, and you know I'm a Patriots fan, Pritch, big win yesterday against uh, the, the Carolina Panthers. Right. But I would just mention this game this Sunday, Pritch, early move to the Cleveland Browns going to New England. New England open, laying three at home. That thing's down to one and a half. Very similar Cleveland this week against the Pats as what they were against the Bengals yesterday where they were a sharp line move three down to two and a half, two. Teaser spot with Cleveland. If you want to bet them early in the week, you can walk a tightrope, but getting them up to seven and a half if this thing trends further down to pick them, it might be a good spot to grab Cleveland in the points early. Sure, I agree with you on that for sure, Josh. I mean, thinking about Buffalo, though, 47 passing attempts last game against Jacksonville, uh, 43 the previous game against Miami, and then 47 uh, against Tennessee. You cannot do that. Uh, I don't care how good Josh Allen is or how good you think your offense is. You just cannot do that. You can operate that way uh, if you want to make that run. Let's get to another team in terms of physicality, uh, and that's the Denver Broncos. Uh, so the Denver Broncos were lacking from an identity standpoint. They found it on the ground. They scored 30 points, predominantly running the football, uh, dominating the line of scrimmage, being physical on both sides of the ball. The Dallas Cowboys were not ready for that. Uh, not only ready mentally, physically as well, but, but I think the lack of preparation. And that line too, Josh, that one stayed at 10, uh, majority of the week, 10 and a half at some shops too. But I, I thought that could have been a bigger line as well, knowing that Dak Prescott and that Dallas Cowboys offense was going to be fully intact that way. Yeah, and fully, you know, fully tr full transparency here, Pritch. You know, I was leaning on the Cowboys when they're under the key number of 10, minus nine and a half. You're getting Prescott back. You look at, obviously, the Cowboys who were rested off the bye, and then mm -hmm. Prescott uh, missed that one game. But really offensively, you know, a team that's averaging over 30 a game versus a Denver team that can barely crack 20. But, of course, uh, we should have known it, Pritch. Why? Teddy Two Gloves, our guy, <laughs> continues to cover uh, these numbers. Uh, and if you look at the way uh, this next game is trending, uh, Philly going to Denver uh, next week, Pritch. You had Denver open around some shops, I think minus one and a half. They've been steamed up to around minus two and a half. So you don't have Teddy Two Gloves in that dog position. Now he's in that favorite position. We have a Philly team who, that was a disappointment to me, Pritch. They were part, I had a, part, uh, a teaser there with the uh, with the uh, the Eagles taking them one and a half up to seven and a half. Mm -hmm. I'm still alive with that one. My other leg is tonight with the Steelers taking them down to minus half point. But that was a disappointment because they had that thing lined up and you had that line going further to the Eagles. I think they were at one point plus three. They get all the way down to, I think, getting one or even a pick them. Now they're going to Denver. You're going to have to deal with the altitude. Early move here to Denver. Uh, that would be a non-conference favorite matchup. Uh, looking at maybe Denver on the money line early here against a non-conference opponent uh, on Sunday afternoon. Yeah, how about the AFC taking it to the NFC too when you think about it? Uh, a lot of these <laughs> AFC teams just took it uh, in the middle of the ring uh, against the NFC last week or this weekend, this past weekend. Yeah, and great point by you, Pritch, because we were going through all this all week looking at, you know, what are our best futures mm -hmm. odds? And we're looking at the NFC saying, wow, they are stacked. You know, yeah. teams one through five, all less than 10 to one odds, whereas the AFC looks totally wide open. But again, Pritch, any given Sunday, but moral of the story, dogs, 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 my man. It doesn't matter. You're Jack Russell Terrier, St. Right. Bernard. They're <laughs> cashing for us, Pritch. Uh, it, they are, all of them. Uh, yeah, no, no discrimination at all when it comes to which dog's cashing. Indeed helps find great hires fast. Indeed is your all-in-one platform for interviewing, screening, and hiring high-quality people. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Well, that was my playbook. We're going to get to Josh Applebaum's obser observation. That's coming up next.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSEN, the sports betting network. Everybody, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID, open an account, and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love the technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you feel that you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum, your host today. And Josh... Uh, observations uh, off the weekend. Uh, I know it's going to involve dogs, so take it away here. Yeah, this is uh, this is right up my wheelhouse here, Pritch. So yeah, beating beating a dead horse at this point, but it's very important for anyone mm-hmm. listening and viewing and saying, hey, you know, dogs seem to be doing well in the NFL. Is that an aberration? Is that are they just getting lucky? Like what's going on here? I think there's kind of a, an overarching thing going on. Number one, uh, football is the most heavily bet sport. Obviously, the NFL. We also have you know, uh, uh, sports betting, you know, expanding all across the country. We even saw today New York just awarded their first nine licenses for online betting, which is going to be massive there in the Empire State. So what what does that mean, Pritch? With new people betting for the first time, when you and I first started betting on sports, who we want to bet on? Favorites. Because thinking in your head, if I'm going to bet and use my hard-earned money, put it down on a game, I want to bet on, quote-unquote, the better team that's expected to win, expected to cover. So this leads to that public bias toward favorites. So why is that important? Because in such a heavily bet uh, heavily bet market here with so much public bias toward favorites just in general playing dogs is a valuable spot now we can layer on you know divisional dogs obviously road dogs are great this year so there's kind of a bigger thing going on at play here but then obviously this year we're even in a, in a better situation with dogs overall uh, and again taking an unpopular opinion when something is very popular can really be worthwhile here getting shaded lines or inflated lines so we again hit on it but dogs now 58 percent against the spread this year 77 and 57 why is that important because we got to win 52.38 percent of our bets in order to break even because we got to pay the minus 110 juice assuming standard minus 110 juice but keep hitting on it these road dogs 7-1 ats now 63 percent on the year but also a couple other ones we didn't mention yet but conference dogs plus seven or less. You saw a lot of these come through yesterday. Mm-hmm. They're now 45 and 23 against the spread, 66% ATS. 
divisional dog angles. The familiarity in conference really benefits the team getting points. And then also those short road dogs plus three or less, 15 and five against the spread this year. Uh, I keep going back to that Cleveland Browns game because that was kind of a blueprint play pitch, what I always look for. You had public heavy betting there on Cincinnati Bengals getting about two-thirds of bets, yet the line fell three down to two and a half, down to two, landed around there. Obviously a teaser spot opportunity, but when you can, whole point is, you know, if you just close your eyes and bet these dogs, Pritch, you're doing great, but I don't want, I think it maybe gets people a little fat and happy and just say, I'll play every dog. Mm -hmm. Try to layer on as many variables as you can, like a divisional dog or a road dog with a line move or a primetime dog. We saw yesterday with the Titans there uh, coming up big 18 and eight ATS for these primetime dogs. So dogs in general. But again, the other thing, Pritch, is looking for the, these inflated line dogs. When you see that move big away from the Green Bay Packers line move big away from the Titans away from uh, the Cardinals here. If you're laying, for example, like, you know, Rams minus seven and a half last right. night, or, you know, Packers minus seven and a half or 49ers minus five and a half, you're laying the worst of the number in those situations with such a huge line move. It either becomes for me, Pritch, a layoff. You've missed the boat or you buy low on that dog, getting those big inflated numbers. To me, that's really where the value lies with these dogs. Right okay. Now. Question. I got a lot of questions, but here's the most important question right now, because uh, from a data driven better standpoint, uh, I'm going to pull back the curtain over the weekend. I was with my teaser syndicate and, and all the comments that I've heard, right. Or that I was hearing, this doesn't make sense. How is this team losing? I cannot believe the bills are struggling against Jacksonville. Right. And so, you know, that's typically what you hear when, you know, you're thinking about a public better or a casual better. And a lot of people are casual betters out there, Josh. And so from a data driven betting standpoint and in these dogs, blindly taking dogs have been profitable. How do you pick and choose, though? I mean, you, you could not tell me that people know that the Bills are going to lose to Jacksonville. But yet the public, or I think casual bettors, kind of feel that way. Yeah, and I think, you know, what I look, try to do, Pritch, is, you know, when I'm betting a dog, I, I essentially, when I'm looking, and again, I'm not a handicapper, I can't tell you, you know, the Titans should have only been a five-point dog mm -hmm. instead of seven. You know, that's not really my niche here. What I'm looking at is, what is the market telling me? And ideally, I want to know, where's the public? Where are the wise guys? I want to be against the public. I want to be with the house. I want to be with the pro better. So, you know, perfect example, and I'll, I'll transition over to college a little bit. How about that Michigan State-Purdue game, Pritch? And you right. mentioned this is a perfect example of if it looks too good to be true, it looks fishy. We always talk about line movement, like, you know, buying low on big inflated dogs after a big injury. But really, it's when a line doesn't move, that's a good indication. So, like, reverse line movement, that's an obvious one. If everyone's betting the Bengals, yet the line falls to the Browns, that's a blueprint play for me that it's both contrarian and a sharp line move. That's a play that I want to bet. But it's the lack of line movement. It's these line freezes. I'll give you an example. The one from college would be everyone betting Michigan State, yet Purdue was getting three and stayed at three, even though almost nine out of ten bets were on Michigan State. What did that tell me? Because the odds makers didn't want to go to three and a half, even though everyone was betting Michigan State, that told me that they really took a position on Purdue, and that was where the smart money was. That's where I want to be. Again, heavy betting, yet a line doesn't move. That tells me that respect to money is on that unpopular side. Same thing in the NFL. The Giants would have fit that example. Right. Purdue was in the same spot as the Giants. Everybody going against the Giants there, Pritch, with the Vegas Raiders. You know, again, they've, they've had these off season, these off season or uh, you know off field issues here with a lot of their star players. You had that going on, but they were still getting almost seven, eight out of ten bets. They were a really popular bet. But again, they opened minus three. They stayed minus three. If the line doesn't move toward the popular side, yeah. pull back the curtain. It tells me odds makers are unwilling to give out even an extra half point in a hook without unpopular play. So uh, long story short, Pritch, dogs are great. I want chart movement toward a dog. Mm -hmm. I want to beat the closing line. I'm looking for line freezes. And on the other side, if a line moves so much off the opener that now we're getting a big inflated number, that's something to look toward as well. But if I can be both sharp and contrarian and beat the closing line, to me, that's the best place to be. It really is amazing how, how the public can say this doesn't make sense when it probably doesn't make sense to them, right? And then also, um, this team is better than that team. But again, you got to look at the numbers, and, and certainly the data uh, plays that out as well. Wendy Unders, you have a note about Wendy Unders. Yeah, just wanted to mention this note as well, Pritch. Uh, you know, these windy unders yesterday. So we're starting to get into, you know, even though in New England here, Pritch, it's still like beautiful. It's like 60 degrees today. Mm -hmm. We're going to get a lot of wind. We're going to get some, you know, snow, some some rain. The elements are going to come to play here as we transition fall to winter. And this is a system that I really like to play windy unders. It's very simple. Uh, when you see uh, the wind blow 10 miles an hour or more, uh, historically, it's about 55% to the under. Uh, this year with the wind blowing 10 miles an hour or more, it's off to a great start. It was 4-0 yesterday. It's about 62% on the year. And the whole point being, if it's really, really windy, and Pritch, you played out there when it was windy, 
it wasn't it maybe a little harder on the quarterback to be accurate, you know, miss kicks from field goals. Maybe you run the ball a little bit more and chew up the clock because your, you know, your passing game isn't where it needs to be. So again, we have unders, you know, doing pretty good historically, uh, or especially this year, not as quite good as dogs, but I think unders are around 55%. But if you can add some elements, some maybe a line falls a little bit and you got a windy uh, system match and maybe the public's on the over yet, you see a line tumble. Those are the ones I would look out for. So really, you know, if it's two miles an hour, three miles, that's nothing, Pritch. That's not going to make a difference. <laughs> we got to get to 10 or more, 15 or more every now and again, you know, uh, whether it's Hawaii or Wyoming in college, maybe you'll get 20, 25 mile an hour wins. But just remember, if you're uh, looking at the weather, and, and again, we talk about referees, all mm -hmm. different angles here, but the wind is your friend if you're going to bet an under. It was a great day yesterday. It's been pretty good historically. Yeah, don't get me started on officials. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> the whole delay of making a call because you're waiting for New York to chime in on your headset, get out of here with that. I mean, it's so obvious that they're doing that right now, Josh. Uh, I don't know what the league's <laughs> going to do about that. Uh, how about this coming week, week 10? Um, the doggy doors could be open again because we got four <laughs> double-digit dogs. I mean, we're going to talk about these games all week long, but your initial thoughts. Yeah, my initial thoughts would be there's one actually favorite that may turn into a double-digit uh, favorite that I actually kind of like betting now a little bit early. It's the Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, Tom Brady, after a week off, he's going uh, to uh, play Washington here. Washington's off, off a bye week as well. But really what jumped out to me, Pritch, you know, you had an early, early number that was, I think, around Tampa Bay minus 7.5. I don't know if it was available at every book, but that was kind of like your look at early number. Immediately shoots up to minus 9.5, and, and I'm seeing a lot of books inch up to minus 10 there with the Buccaneers. So what I like about that one with the Bucs is getting it early, you know, uh, and we always talk about these early moves driven by respected money where wise guys are comparing their numbers to the books, looking for discrepancies. Yes, there are head fakes. Billy Walters was, was the king of this. You bet team A, even though you really like team B, just to move the number and get a better uh, number there on the other side, come back when uh, later in the week when limits are raised even higher. But the Bucks to me, if you can still find a nine and a half could be worth it. We look at these road favorites off of buy Pritch. Uh, 66% ATS the last decade. And again, if I'm going to lay points uh, on a favorite here in general, I want a favorite that can score uh, versus an opponent that struggles to score. So you got Tampa Bay, probably get some guys back with the bye week uh, off of injury. They're scoring 33 a game. Washington's only averaging 19. And again, I keep asking for the real Washington defense to stand up, Rich. They might sit down all year. We haven't seen it. I like this minus nine and a half with Tom Brady off a of bye, road favorite off a of bye before it gets to 10. That would actually be a, a, a bigger favorite that I kind of like this week. Okay, yeah, we have a lot to discuss this week because I'm just looking at these games. I mean, <laughs> Buffalo, Buffalo. Buffalo against the Jets, uh, laying 13 points. And then you got Jacksonville catching um, against the Colts. They're catching 10 and a half right now. So uh, a lot to talk about this week uh, when it comes to these dogs. You've been all over it. And so I cannot wait to have those discussions uh, here on the program. But coming up next, we're going to go into college football. I'm going to use a college basketball reference to help us kind of <laughs> diagnose what's going on in college football, the rankings. We give our rankings coming up next right here on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. This segment of Betting Across America is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, and no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like Spearmint, Wintergreen, Citrus, and many more. Each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, which is America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zen. So head over to zen.com slash find to locate a store near you. you that's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. So college football, here we go. Josh, our rankings. Um, I, I think you remember how competitive the Big Ten conference was in basketball. Absolutely, year, right. and I was in March Madness. You look toward these teams who play in these really mm -hmm. good conferences because they're battle tested. So absolutely. Yeah. So you had one team get to the Elite Eight. That was Michigan. 
so, I mean, it could come down to that here. And, and when it comes, I mean, Michigan State shocked me. Uh, even though the public was all over that, I didn't think that they were going to be that bad against Purdue, but they were. Uh, so when it comes to our college football rankings, uh, I'm going to start with Georgia again. I still have Georgia at number one for me. Uh, Alabama at two still, uh, even though there, there's some, uh, some things going on there. Uh, Oregon, I, I still have Oregon. I know, okay, the tough game against Washington, okay, rivalry situation. Look, it's Oregon. They still won. Um, and then Cincinnati. I still have Cincinnati up there in the top four because I still have not seen a team put up 21 points against Georgia like Cincinnati did earlier this year, by the way. And then I'll round out the top six with Ohio State uh, and Oklahoma. I think Ohio State has a path, a clear path, to the Final Four than when it comes to the college football playoff. Yeah, I think, Pritch, my, my uh, numbers and rankings are pretty similar to yours. So I got Georgia 1, Alabama 2. Then I went Oklahoma 3 and Ohio State 4. And Cincinnati, I don't want to, you know, feel like I'm, you know, uh, prejudiced against them. But it just, to me, you're kind of up against the wall in terms of being in a smaller conference. I know you can only win the games that you play. But I think I wonder if the voters will, you know, will kind of, uh, or the people who make the rankings are, are going to maybe hold that against them. Also, Oregon, a team that uh, you've been high on. And uh, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, who could be that number one overall pick. Um, you know, kind of right outside for me, just because the Pac-12 in terms of a conference, like, Pritch, I want the, the best teams from the best conferences to be in this playoff. And again, this is another example of there's going to be teams that are left out where I think the perfect uh, answer to this would be let's expand it. Let's have that 16 right. you know, bracket, you know, get everybody, uh, you know, in, the, in their bracket pools, not just college hoops, but for college football. I think that's a, a good opportunity there to get more eyes and more bets and more attention on these games. I know the odds makers would love it to get these games, uh, you know, uh, more games to bet on. And as betters, we want to bet on games that are important. But, Pritch, in terms of my rankings, I looked a lot at um, basically what the odds are from the sports book. So let's go from Georgia number one. That's kind of a no-brainer. They're minus 110 here to win the college football playoff. So uh, they're the only number, uh, the only team with a minus number in front of their name. So they're they're where they should be, number one. You look at Alabama plus 350, uh, Oklahoma 16 to one, Ohio State plus 400. So maybe Ohio State should have been my three versus the four. But I'm really leaning on, you know, uh, you know, not my eye test, but what are the actual, you know, odds makers? You know, how are they ranking these teams? So I ranked it in terms of uh, the the, the smallest payouts to the biggest payouts. Mm -hmm. And you look at Cincinnati, 80 to one, Oregon, 25 to one. Because of that, I kind of lean a little bit more on how the odds makers are treating these teams versus the eye test. And again, tough hit there with Michigan state. You kind of had a, uh, an opportunity there to get in this conversation. You dropped that one to, to Purdue Pritch. But I tell you what, I love seeing that Saturday. That was one of those, <laughs> you're an idiot for taking Purdue plus three. How you're so stupid. What are you doing? And sure. again, some, sometimes you do look dumb uh, on plays that you lose, but uh, that's a blueprint play for me. Again, I keep going back to, if that was such a popular play to the Spartans, why didn't that line move? That was your biggest dead giveaway that there was some respect and money on Purdue there. So let's get to the odds makers uh, viewpoint, that angle though, because it gets interesting to me. For instance, Ohio State's plus 400, right? What if Ohio State loses their next game? I mean, what are those odds going to change to? It's kind of like an opinion. Like your opinions <laughs> change, right? So do the odds, though. If, if you know, Alabama doesn't look great in their next game or Georgia kind of slips up, I mean, those odds are going to change just like opinions do. Yeah, you're totally right, Pritch. And again, based on, you know, does anyone see, you know, obviously there, we had that line freeze, but anyone see Michigan State losing to Purdue? No, but think of it this way. If you, uh, you're much, if you, basically what, if you're looking to buy low on one of these teams, I kind of want to buy low either if they're going to ascend and get better or if they're coming off a loss and they're maybe uh, getting a better number after a recency bias play where, where you lose a game. Like, for example, Cincinnati, if you're bullish on Cincinnati, 80 to one, again, if they can find their way in and you get into that conversation, that final four, that 80 to one will probably drop to, I don't know, 40 to one, 20 to one. You can get a better number here. Flip side with like a team like Oregon. It's really these longer shot teams that if you ha are bullish on moving forward, mm -hmm. you could pick off a pretty good number. To me, Pritch, Alabama plus 350. Like I know Georgia is, is number one and they should be number one, but how often do we get Alabama going into, you know, November where they're not, you know, uh, in the position that Georgia's in, laying minus 110 or, right. you know, an even money or, you know, a, I don't know, plus 150. You're actually getting a pretty good number here. And will that loss earlier in the year, um, you know, who's that, Texas A&M they lost to, can really, you know, kind of uh, use that as a as a motivating tool for Nick Saban to say, hey, we, we, we dropped our game, you know, bring guys back down to earth. Let's see if we can get some momentum going. So I think Alabama plus 350 is kind of lurking there in the weeds. And if you could get into a hedging opportunity or a let, a let it ride opportunity, I don't think anyone's really talking about the Crimson Tide, even though they're probably two across the board. So let's stick with your rankings right here because Alabama is a great discussion. Uh, plus 350, for instance, they got New Mexico State, 
What if they put up 80, which they probably will, <laughs> against New Mexico State? Uh, or, or say they struggle. I mean, say they struggle, which that's not going to happen. Not going to uh, fall in that trap. But then you got OU against Baylor. And so what would you do with OU if they, like, dismantle Baylor? Uh, they're 16-1 right now. Would you leapfrog them over Alabama? Ooh, that would be tough, Pritch. I would say with Alabama, so I'm looking at the line, you already got me thinking this New Mexico State game. Anybody want to lay 51, 51 <laughs> right. and a half with, uh, with Alabama? Not right. really, although, Pritch, they'll probably win, you know, 60 to 3 or something. So uh, who knows what will happen there. But I don't, you know, they could demolish New Mexico State, but maybe they drop plus 350 to, you know, plus 325. I don't think that's going to move too much here. But you bring up something interesting with Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Ever since, you know, you switch quarterbacks there, this new guy, Caleb Williams, is, is looking pretty good. And if they continue to roll here, that's 16 to 1. You know, could be 12 to one. You could see that thing creep up a little bit here. So that's something to keep an eye out for. But again, it's it's not only projecting these teams, you know, do they have what it takes to, to run the table or get into a hedging spot? But are but if you like these teams, should you wait? Should you bet it now? I think it's a great point by you. Look at the next game. And if you can map out based on, uh, again, and we all know, you know, when you're getting, when you're laying, you know, 16 with Buffalo doesn't mean they're going to win uh, against the Jaguars. But if we can project how these college teams might perform this week, if you either wait or jump on it now, you can probably look to get a better number uh, based upon how you project these games moving forward. Okay, speaking of Ohio State, they're in your top four. They got Purdue. Uh, now, is that a letdown spot for Purdue? What's happening here with this line, and, and what do you see in this game right now? Yeah, so right off the bat, I would say anytime a team has a really big win, like you know Purdue who beat Iowa mm-hmm. earlier or Purdue who right. beat Michigan State, I kind of like to bet against those teams mm-hmm. in terms of a letdown spot. And then also, when a team you don't expect you know wins a huge game like that, then the public is like, wow, you were nothing to me. Now you're like everything to me. So they'll overvalue these teams, which in a way I kind of like to bet against the following week. So I'm just looking at Ohio State against Purdue this week, Pritch. You do have some early movement toward Ohio State. I saw some openers around uh, minus 19, minus 19 and a half. It's up to 20. This thing may get to 20 and a half. We'll see how this thing trends. But uh, automatically, I think it's going to be like, how can you lay the, this could be a real big pros versus Joe's game. You may have a lot of, you know, casual betters say Purdue just beat Michigan State. Now you're giving me 20 against Ohio State. Take it all day. But keep an eye out for Ohio State if they're in that, you know, letdown spot maybe for Purdue. And if they could roll in this one, uh, this line is creeping up in their favor so far. Yeah, the entire university was on the field after that game, by the way, celebrating <laughs> uh, that victory. You know, I, I think this discussion gets very, very interesting because it's, it's so arbitrary. Uh, and therefore, it's not truly indicative of a playoff. Go back to um, the the big uh, or the tournament, the NCAA tournament, for instance, right? Uh, and so you mentioned earlier in the segment that you want the best teams from the best conference. And like all year long, it was it was the Big Ten and with all these great teams from that conference. And yet they had one elite eight team. Uh, you know, if you play these games, you know, eliminate opinion, which we do as betters a lot of times, uh, you know, I, I, you know I, I look at the odds too, but I, I just think if we do that a little bit more, expansion's coming, I know that, but if we do that a little bit more, a little bit more subjective, uh, maybe these rankings won't be so uh, familiar uh, each and every year. I'm right there with your pitch. And again, my kind of rankings, and I got to admit, you know, I'm not as dialed in at college football as you are. I look at it from a betting perspective. You know, I, I, I don't watch every single game, yeah. but... Uh, I just kind of lean on the fact that when you have so much money on the line and TV mm-hmm. rights and, and, you know, selling tickets and, uh, you know, all these broadcasts, all, you know, everything that's so important tied to money, you're, you're going to see bias toward these bigger name schools like, you know, Oregon out on the West Coast. You don't see them too much. Cincinnati in a smaller conference. I think there's going to be some bias against them. And I'm thinking now, Pritch, how about what the NBA did? Remember with COVID, you know, you had the play in tournament. Now we're keeping that around. Mm-hmm. What if we get a play in tournament where we lock in our, you know, our four and then we get a couple other teams battling for another spot. I think that could be another way to really, really get college football to, to increase in popularity. All right, Bryce Young, still your Heisman Trophy favorite. Uh, we'll see what happens with that situation. Hey, look, I won a national championship with a tie and a loss. Uh, and so I was happy uh, that you were able to earn your way uh, to play for a national championship. Hopefully that'll be a case uh, for a lot of these teams. Come up next, we got Monday Night Football. Also, Josh Applebaum, Market Insights. Come up next right here on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sports books, welcomes you to Showtime with the lock of the year. Simply place a $10 money line wager on either Chicago or Pittsburgh. If either team scores a touchdown, you'll win $200 in free bets regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use bonus code VSEN200 when you make your first bet. Enjoy football like never before with BetMGM's special offers all season long. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code VSEN200 to win $200 in free bets if either the Bears or the Steelers score a touchdown. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old. It's a new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you feel you have a problem, it's 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum. So, Josh, we're going to get to some Monday Night Football insights, but I was reminded mighty aggressively, I would add, by our producer, Ben Wilson, who's a Mizzou grad. Not only did I win a national championship with a tie, a loss, but also a fifth down. Pritch, so it was meant to be. The planets aligned. <laughs> you're, you're exactly what, where you were supposed to be. So that, that's awesome, Pritch. I love that. That's right. That's right. Mizzou grads will never forget that, ever. They'll <laughs> frequently remind you of it uh, when they get a chance. Uh, so thank you, Ben Wilson, uh, right there. So Monday Night Football, BetMGM Insights. Uh, the ticket count, 54% towards the Steelers. Uh, handle, 56% uh, Steelers. Movement, Steelers from 6.5 minus 6.5 to minus 7. Yeah, so a couple of things jump off right off the bat, Pritch. So number one, we don't have very lopsided bet game tonight. Again, right. you're looking at 54% of tickets on the Steelers. Reminder, if you're looking to ask ask yourself or answer the question, where's the public? We're always looking at ticket counts. You'll get money 
money is going to give you an indication a little bit of where the, those bigger wagers are. The respected money is at very small discrepancy, 54% tickets on Steelers, 56% money. So slightly, slightly, I would, you know, kind of coin this as a, a coin flip type game, Pritch. That's pretty much down the middle. Really when you're going contrarian, you want anything like 70% or more, and then you want to be on that 30% side. Now, really the way these teams are trended, trending, Pritch, opposite directions. You look at Chicago, they've lost three straight. They're three and five straight up, three and five ATS. Lose to San Fran, 33-22, didn't cover the four and a half last week. Pittsburgh, on the other hand, they've won four straight. You beat Cleveland 15-10 last week uh, as a, as a five-point dog there on the road. Now, slight public here to the Steelers, Pritch. Early on, I thought there was an indication that you were taking in some respected Bears money because a lot of these books open at Steelers laying six and a half at home, got down to six, and I said, okay, slight public to Steelers, line going to Bears a little bit, kind of a blueprint dog play with the Bears. Now, I'm only a little bit concerned now with the Bears because you're seeing a little or a lot of buyback actually on the Steelers now. When it got down to minus six and a half or minus six, you had a lot of minus six, minus six and a half money with Pittsburgh, bring it back up to seven. But now, and again, I think this is what makes this kind of a tough game, is you're starting to see a little bit of plus seven money on Chicago. A lot of these books are uh, plus seven Chicago around minus 115. So the juice-wise, if you're basically if you're waiting to get a dog at a plus seven and a half with the hook with the Bears, mm -hmm. I don't think you're going to get it. Really, the juice is trending like it may get back down to six and a half. So, again, if you like the Bears, you probably want to get the seven now sooner rather than later. Bears would uh, would match a couple systems here. We're looking at these road dogs this year, Pritch, 50 and 30 against the spread, 63% ATS. Primetime dogs, Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night, 18 and 8 against the spread this year. Um, I uh, Full transparency, you know, I got a teaser in pocket, Pritch. When it was okay. six and a half, I got it down to a minus a half point paired with the, uh, with the, um, the Eagles there getting to seven and a half. At this point, I think you're going dog bears or nothing. It's really tough for me to lay a seven, uh, especially at home in a primetime game. Now, this would be a blueprint play for me if the Steelers were getting like 80% of bets. And right. yet now we could get, you know, kind of a contrarian dog play with the bears. My hesitation, though, is rookie quarterback Justin Fields going on the road in a primetime game against a veteran quarterback like Big Ben. Although we have seen the Steelers play in a lot of these tight games. Remember when Geno Smith, Pritch, what was that? A, I think that was a primetime game. Was that a Sunday night game? Uh, where Geno Smith was getting, I think, like five and a half with Seattle. That was a three-point game. So I would go on the – if you're making me pick a spread, I'll go Bears with all these dog system matches. But I would say, too, keep an eye on the total. You know, there's a lot of under money. When we threw right. that uh, graphic up uh, from BetMGM, I think we had – what was it, Pritch? 54% uh, bets on the under, but 67% money. Mm -hmm. And it opened at a really low total of 40. It got down to 39, 38 and a half, uh, 39 and a half, 39 at one point. It's kind of back up at 40, but that would match a lot of under systems. Non-conference unders are 65% this year. When the total is 45 or less, the under is 62%. When the total stays the same or falls, the under is 55%. Tony Carrenti, the lead ref. Pritch, I, I hope you don't have anything against Carrenti tonight because oh. he's 58% there to the under. Okay. We have Pittsburgh 5-1-1 uh, one and one to the under, Chicago 6-2 and two to the under. So I would look a little bit, if you're looking at a teaser, maybe tease down the Steelers. If you want to play this under trend, uh, tease this under up to 46. That's where I'd be looking at tonight. But I think the plus seven with the Bears is where I'd lean if, just with the conventional spread. Okay, this gets interesting because we were just talking about that. Do you tease up a dog because the dogs have been so prominent? Uh, so far this year, and it matches. I mean, all these boxes are checked. You mentioned road dog, primetime dog, non-conference dog. I mean, all these dogs are, are these boxes are checked here. But yet, the ticket count. Uh, you have reservations because of that. So that's my question to you: Are you surprised because the Steelers are such a public team uh, that the ticket count or the hand, uh, ticket count and handle really uh, only just at 54 percent? Yeah, that's what really surprised me, Pritch. And again, this would be a blueprint play, you know, all the way, hazmat, whatever you want to call it here with the Bears. But the two things that trip me up is it's not that lopsided. So mm -hmm. you are getting almost 50-50 action support there for Chicago. So they're not contrarian at all. And then I do keep going back to the fact of, Rookie quarterback, that scares me. Fields going on the road here for tonight, Pritch. And again, this is a, a defensive front, you know, with uh, with Watt, you know, and Hayward. Can they get after Fields? Also, keep an eye on the injury report. You got a lot of guys questionable for the Bears. Uh, you know, Khalil Mack, Akeem Hicks, a lot of these guys. Eddie Jackson, I think, is doubtful. They may get David Montgomery back, Pritch. They're a good running back who's been out here quite a while. So keep an eye on the injury reports. Uh, but again, it's a great thought by you to tease up those dogs. And, you know, I mentioned that earlier in the show. But I just see with this Bears team, they struggle offensively sometimes, and, and Fields can't get it going. Is he going to score enough to cover that number? You could tease it up and get more points. I'd be a little more comfortable in maybe the Steelers winning, but mm -hmm. maybe not covering. That's why I would lean with that 
favorite actually teasing down versus the dog going up. Yeah, I did have the Steelers on a, on a teaser. I had to rip it up because of the Saints. Thank you very much. But, yeah, you know, Ben brought up another great point. Uh, should the Steelers be laying this big of a number with that offense? Yeah, I don't think so, and that's what leads me a little bit, you know, to the Bears. I know I keep talking out both sides of my mouth, Rich. I'll admit, this is kind of a tough game to cap. It right. really is because you don't have anything really, really obvious jumping out to you, like everyone betting Steelers, and yet the line's falling to the, the Chicago Bears. This is up to you as a better what you feel most comfortable with. And, Pritch, a lot of times when you see these games where you don't, nothing jumps out to you, nothing wrong with laying off and, uh, you know, make, making some food, getting a drink. Maybe sure. you've got a notepad, you're a scout. You look at this game in terms of a scouting angle, that could be worthwhile as well. Well, I'm going to have to do that because I ripped up my ticket. Like I mentioned, now the Bears defense have yielded, uh, what, th 24 points against Green Bay, then Tampa Bay the next week, 38 points. They yielded points there defensively. San Francisco, they gave up 33 points. So uh, the Bears defense not uh, as, as stout as we, we might think, maybe. We'll see what happens tonight. Uh, what about Market Insights, though? Your podcast is awesome. What do you have for us today? Well, I appreciate it, Pritch. Yeah, one that jumped out to me in the NBA, and by the way, unders continue to crush in the NBA. We thought maybe it was gonna it was gonna leave us here, and the odds makers have adjusted. But unders, Pritch, 92 and 54, 63 percent in the NBA. It's still a good time to bet these unders. Uh, but one game jumped out to me. You're not getting the best of it right now, but I talked about it on the pod earlier today. We always talk about being on Twitter and finding out injuries and COVID and all this stuff and how it can help you cash a bet. I really like the Knicks tonight, Pritch. I moneylined the Knicks when they were at a pick em, but the whole point here is they're at the 76ers. The 76ers actually opened laying four and a half points. We've flipped all the way to Knicks minus three. So what's going on here? Big COVID news with the 76ers. Mm -hmm. No Joel Embiid. He didn't, he's in COVID protocols. Uh, uh, Tobias Harris, their other star is going to be out. Uh, a bunch of these uh, supplementary guys like Matias Tybel, he's going to be out for this game. Ben Simmons, Pritch, I don't even know when he's going to play. And I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this, Pritch, there's a rumor in Boston, Jalen Brown for Ben Simmons. No, thank you. I'll, I'll hold on to Jalen Brown here. Just by the way, if you're thinking about making a move here, uh, I was almost going to say Danny Ainge. Can't blame him on him, him anymore. It's Brad Stevens. But I like a money line play here on the Knicks. You're, you're at three now. It's creeping up. Money line's minus 145. But if you if the Knicks can't win this spot uh, after, uh, you know, I know it's a back to back, but oftentimes actually buying low on a back to back team with the line move in their favor. It's been pretty good. Last couple of years around 58 percent ATS. I like the Knicks on the money line minus 145 at this point uh, with this covid news here for the 76ers. Uh, and then also Pritch, another money line play for me, uh, the Phoenix Suns. They're on the road at the Kings tonight. Uh, Suns are in a pretty decent spot. They open minus three. They've kind of stayed minus three. At certain times, it looks like they may go to three and a half. It looks like it may even go to two and a half. But my angle here would be money lining the Suns, and it would match as one system in the NBA, road favorites. It's been kind of interesting. Road favorites in the NBA, 57% ATS. You also have uh, the Phoenix Suns with a, um, uh, they're on that back-to-back, -back, but they do have that back-to-back -back with a line move in their favor system. So I'd be looking at the Suns on the money line, the Knicks on the money line. And if you're looking for an under here, Pritch, uh, looking at the Memphis under against Minnesota. That opened 218 and a half down to 217 and a half. And you do have two teams that are kind of bottom of the league in offense mm -hmm. and a little bit slower paced. Look toward that T-Wolves under there. All right. Look forward to right there, Josh Applebaum. Great job. We got college hoops uh, discussion tomorrow. Cannot wait for that. The NBA continues. The AFC is wide open, too. So sports betting doesn't get more exciting than it is right now. It's the best perch. Get ready for neutral court unders tomorrow. A little preview. Get ready. All right. We'll look forward to that. The Edge coming up next right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.